Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Galatians First Reverse, brought to you by Telios. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the wonderful book of Galatians, but it will also teach you how to study the Bible so you have confidence in Scripture. Each episode will provide key points for verses in Galatians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Hi, I'm William Stewart. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Galatians. Such a great book tells us so much about Christ's ministry to us on the cross and our great salvation and how to live the Christian life. All in the background of Paul's letter to the Galatians in Central Asia Minor, where the Galatians, though saved by grace through faith alone in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ in general, uh, we don't know about individual Galatians, but uh, in general, Paul indicates they have been saved by grace, that they then failed to walk according to God's plan put forth in the epistles, the letters from the apostles to the church through the epistles, starting in Romans through Revelation 3. So he writes to correct them, which he does really starting in the middle of chapter 2. But before that, he gives a bit of his own history, really to lay a foundation of his authority of a person who is there to correct them. And we're in chapter two, just beginning. Paul's going through his personal history. He just most recently uh, spoke about the fact that there was an interval of 14 years before coming up to Jerusalem. And what is really being described here is the Jerusalem Conference. And so we don't know what he was doing in the 14 years between his initial conversion and being in Arabia and Damascus, as described in Acts 9 and Galatians 1. As we mentioned last time, we were suspicious he was spreading the gospel, probably in at least in southeastern Asia Minor. Uh, we're just not sure. I failed to mention last video that he also had gone on his first missionary journey. So he has come up then to Jerusalem for the conference. Jerusalem conference is detailed in Acts 15. And here was a pivotal point in church history that dealt with the legalism of the law, indicating that as Christians, the law is dead and we don't follow the law. We're not bound to the law and it's legalism. So he indicated that Titus, a Gentile, been constrained uh, to be circumcised as a Jew would have been under the law. And that in the first three verses, and Paul then says in verse four, and that because of false brethren, unawares, brought in, <clears throat> who came in privily to spy out our liberty, which we have in Jesus Christ, that they might bring us into bondage. So he's saying that uh, in the conference, people had come in before this, had come in in Jerusalem to influence the church leaders, many of whom were probably original apostles. We're not quite sure, except James and Peter seem to have been involved. To accept the fact that people had to walk in their Christian walk by the law of Moses. And he said that they came in sort of stealthily. And they and crept in where and, and they perhaps slowly influence the church leaders there in Jerusalem to accept what they had to say. And they put them back, put people back in the bondage. Meaning that Paul 
and his message of the gospel and the message of the epistles is that of liberty. Through Jesus Christ, we are not under the law. We are not under liberty. And this is really, or not under bondage. This is really an important point for Christians. Non-Christians tend to tell us, <clears throat> gee, I don't want to be a Christian because it's just so restrictive. Just the opposite. As Christians, there are very few commands and admonishments we have to follow. God calls us to live by faith under very broad restraints, very widely apart, giving us a lot of liberty. In contrast, non-Christians are bound to society. They're bound to their own emotions. They spend a lot of money and time trying to search for ways to satisfy themselves or to do what their neighbors are doing and, or to fit the latest fad. They're, they're strictly constrained by what society says that they should do. Unlike Christians, we have liberty, they don't. Verse five, to whom we gave place by subjection, no. So they did not give a place to these uh, Jews who tried to subject them. He says, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. Otherwise, that the gospel of free grace for salvation and subsequently our Christian life could go forth. They stood by that. Okay, what did we learn? Paul stood for the freedom of the gospel. He stood for the truth, which we should do also, that salvation is by grace and our Christian walk is by faith. As we grow <clears throat> by God's grace and favor, as it says in First or Second Timothy 2, 1, so, and, and empower ourselves. So we do not fall in the people's rules that are, are non-Christian. Practically, when somebody tells you to do something, ask where it is in Scripture. You know, people, Christians will come and tell us what to do, acting very confident. Ask them where it is in Scripture. Uh, when I say things, ask it where I'm getting this in Scripture. Write us a letter. If you don't know, can't find it, can't search it out for yourself. So, so put the basis of your own belief squarely on Scripture. You'll learn how freeing it is and wise it is and all the fruit for your Christian life. Okay, join me next time. We'll continue this interesting discussion in the Jerusalem Conference. Very important. I'll look forward to seeing you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast, Relations Verse by Verse. We hope you found the teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next week for another exciting episode. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com. That's T-E-L-E-I-L-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.